This is episode 24. Our season continues as we dive into relationships. This week, love isn't full of hot air or fat heads. Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh What? Burgess, how you doing? Episode 24. I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Pretty good. I can't believe good. episode 24. I kind of can believe it, because last week was 23, but still, 24, man. 24 hours in the day, and our podcast is probably... You could probably listen to you to us talk for literally 24 hours at this point. That's impressive. You that is crazy. <laughs> a full day. Wow. A full day you could spend just listening to our podcast. For better huh. or worse, you know? That's kind of Yeah, I don't I don't know if I recommend that, but no, I definitely recommend it. I yeah. think everyone should listen. Yeah. I, starting today, I think you guys should should go back, listen to every, even the crappy first couple of episodes. Yeah. Just listen to every episode, get that full 24-day in, yeah. and then let us know when you do it, and we'll just Everyone, pay you on the back. I think yeah. that's definitely a, we'll send you a, a, a reward. If you, no, no, if no, you no, no, no. just a pat on the back. Yeah, we'll pat you on the actually, back. Virtually. Yeah, and actually, we can't do that physically, so it's going to be a virtual pat on the back. <laughs> I think that well, I think that's a great reward for listening to us for 24 hours straight. That's crazy. Because there's got to be pleasure in just hours. listening to us. Wow. That's no joke. Whew. Yeah. No, I'm doing well, man. Yeah. Um, it's uh, no no big news on the chickens. I'm glad we have some, some questions to run through. But, um, yeah, it's rainy and it's fall Ooh, here rainy. in Pennsylvania. Like just a little bit rainy. Um, and the leaves are like yellow and purple. It's, it's pretty nice outside actually, like looking not to be outside. Except it's rainy. It's nice looking, you know? That's the only part so. that I'm not a fan of is yeah. the rainy part. Right, right, I'd right. rather it snow than it rain because I hate being wet. Um, and I don't know, somebody posted a picture of it like raining outside recently and they're like, oh, I love it when it rains outside. And I genuinely thought to myself, I'm so glad I live in Colorado that that's just <laughs> not a thing. That's funny. Yeah, yeah we just work. don't have rain in Colorado. We do yeah, here in Pennsylvania. Just, um, yeah, I just, man, I'm not a fan of rain. I hated rainy days growing up. Like, I remember uh, having to get stuck inside and you end up playing like Heads Up 7 Up or something stupid, right, right. Um, which just pissed me off. So I just cheated, of course, because that's just how you play Heads Up 7 Up and watch those <laughs> shoes. Uh, but don't just come right out and, and give yourself away. You got to play it up a little bit guess right. wrong the first time and then be like man this is so hard uh, but then i smelt this weird smell and i think it's you i think you smell weird yeah um, just because you're got to be a mean person uh andrew i got a question for you yeah. just to kind of get us going and something just important really, right something really deep. curious oh definitely definitely important <laughs> um have you pooped already today <laughs> uh no 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 i, I tried i was oh, going dude. to I'm Coming sorry. into this podcast, I was like, gotta be fresh and ready. And uh, yeah, you gotta be lighter. It, yeah, it evaded me, man. It evaded me. Have you Dude, pooped today? I'm sorry. Already? I did. I poop every morning, um, like clockwork. It's almost the first thing I do. Uh, typically, I put my contacts in before I poop because I don't know. There's just something about like putting contacts in after you poop. Even if you wash your hands, and you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to 
I don't want like this is too much risk. <laughs> Give yourself. So pink I typically eye. put my contacts in first, uh, just in case. That is um, funny. That's really know. funny. Like you just. So that's one of yeah, your you like pet peeves. You really don't want to get pink eye. <laughs> no, who does? Because then you're like, well, how'd you get pink eye? Well, I took a poop and then I touched my eyeball. I just felt like that was the best solution. Uh, I mean, to this nobody wants no. to get pink eye, but I'm not sure that. Like, I don't. Think I wouldn't about say it. nobody. I feel like there's probably some people out there that are just weird and they're like, yeah, I need pink eye. That's probably like, true. I need that. I need that sympathy from people to no, get on Zoom but and have an saying, oozing like, eyeball. Uh, you, you think about pink eye a lot more than I do because you like formatted mm-hmm. your daily routine around avoiding pink <laughs> eye. <laughs> it's not necessarily I'm trying to avoid pink eye. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to avoid pooping in my eye. <laughs> like that's just that's the real thing. Uh, I don't know what comes from that, but it just sounds it just sounds bad. I have some follow up questions, something. but I'm going to just save it. Um, that's like, fair. You know, are you a precise wiper? Do you use a bidet? <laughs> Should you use a bidet? Should you get more toilet paper? I would use a bidet, but, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I don't know, just the wet butt thing. I don't want to put on underwear with wet butt. No. Uh, and I guess they have bidets that like dry your butt, but. Dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It just how seems like works. so much work. It does seem like I am, I am a adult that uses wipes in the bathroom for wow. full cleanness. <laughs> No, they're not like wipes you put in the trash can. They're like, I don't know, they're water di- dissolvable wipes or whatever. Right. But you got to be fresh down there. Like that's the worst <laughs> to not be fresh down there. Um, so I'm, to everyone, yeah, I guess I have, listening I guess I have more Jesus habits in the toilet than, than I realize. <laughs> you really do, man. Uh, you have a, that's, uh, you know, you want to start your day well, um, and I yeah, get that. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Oh, um, if I yeah. poop more than once in a day, like, whoo, I feel accomplished. Like, that is a good day. <laughs> I think I actually texted you recently. Was it you yesterday? Did. I sent you, you a text said, that said, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, start with a good poop to start your day is like you're already feeling accomplished. Yes, you um, literally did. That's so funny. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah. 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 yeah it was, it was a good things, one. You're just like, you know, it's a solid, accomplished yeah. poop. Yeah. Josh, I have a question for you. And I'm going Absolutely. out of order, so maybe it'll catch you by surprise. But what conspiracy theories do you believe in? <laughs> Just a couple. Conspiracy theories that I believe in? Huh. That's a good question. Uh, we didn't land on the moon. Um, probably believe that conspiracy theory. Nice. Like the flag was moving. I don't. I don't yeah. know. We haven't yeah, been yeah. there in 60 years or however mm-hmm. long it's been. I can't do math. And we can't um, transmit live television that far right now, let alone 60 years ago. So come on now. It's true. Come on. Yeah. So yeah. once Musk gets up there, I assume in the next few years, uh, he'll have, uh, I assume he's going to put a SpaceX flag down because it's just, it seems like something you do. I would. Um, that maybe the he'll find the flag not there and then be like, I told right. you. Right. And then the aliens, you know, yeah. theories would come out. Right. But yeah, that's probably the only conspiracy theory that I lean towards. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. That's just Yeah, that's just that's not fair. not my thing. I like conspiracy um, theories. They're entertaining. Yeah, Andrew, I was just curious, what your what's your Wi Fi password? Chickens. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's it is. Because I have... So I if have you know like, where Andrew lives and you need some Wi-Fi, just pull up in his driveway and type in those listen, chickens. People, I know you can't physically see my house, but my closest neighbors are like 120 feet away. 
and I have three of them. Uh, one three neighbors? Is like three, three chickens? Three neighbors. Um, one of them is like really old couple. The other one's pretty much retired couple. And the other one definitely wouldn't be trying to steal my Wi-Fi. So, you know, it's just like there's so seems probably such limited numbers of people that I'm just like, I'm going to make it easy when people come over and I'm just going to make it chickens. Now, I think I might, might I think I might drive C, out there. There might not, you know, but it's chickens. <laughs> That's two tries. Yeah. Uh, I think I might drive out there and, and, and get on like the dark webs. Uh, I don't know how to do that, but I'll figure it out just to like get you in some trouble. Try to buy like uranium or something on the internet. <laughs> get Fly me on the, the list. NSA, CIA. Yeah. Get them all coming after you. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, my Wi-Fi password is much longer than that. Uh, I'm not going to share my Wi-Fi password <laughs> because um, I'm maybe that's con- that's a conspiracy that I believe of. You're going to try to screw me uh, by doing bad things on my internet now, man. And that's going to be rough to retype into all the TVs and all that oh, stuff. Isn't so. that isn't uh, a, a nightmare? Yeah, people. Well, don't, the problem is, so my Wi-Fi. I will tell you this because if you came to my house, you'll see my Wi-Fi. It's called yeah. my last name. Um, password wet but that's, wipes. Password wet wipes. Pink uh, eye and wet wipes. Yeah. 51. Two day poops is a good day. Uh, is is my password uh, seventy two? I don't know why it's seventy two. I have no connection to that number, but it, it ends right, with seventy two. Right. Yep. Um, the problem when I moved in was all my stuff was my last Wi Fi was named the same thing. It was a different network, but so when I started turning on all my devices and plugging them all in, they're like, I can't, like I can't connect. I'm freaking mm. out. I'm, I'm yeah. supposed to be able to connect to this, um, yeah. so I had to go back and change all those stinking passwords, yeah. which was a nightmare. Yeah, that sounds like it. Uh, if you could only eat one food the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Yo, man, that's solid. Pizza. I literally said the other day I could eat pizza and burritos every day. Like, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, it should be too, like, no cal- like, calories don't count when you eat those foods. Right. Then I'd eat pizza every meal every day because you know, I can put anything on it. So it could be dessert pizza. It could be breakfast pizza. Not that I've ever had pizza with eggs on it. That just grosses me out. Uh, I'd try it. But I would try it if that's all that was there. Yeah. Um, But no, I love me some pizza. It is. uh, Or hot wings. Hot wings are really good, too. (laughs) Man, this is going to be a hard decision now. Now I'm really thinking about it. I'm going to spend the rest of the day. I'm going to get no work done um, because it'd be like processing. I'm going to slack my team right now. Just Oh, you should me, ask them. Burped on you the should podcast. ask your team. Yeah, yeah just be like, what's really what's that one food? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, just last question before yeah. we kind of dive into this. Uh, what's your favorite smell? <laughs> My favorite smell. I didn't see that coming. Um, you set that up in such a serious way. What's your favorite smell? Um, man, I recently, my favorite smell is when the coffee maker starts in the morning and I'm like getting ready, you know, in the bathroom Mm. or putting clothes on or whatever. And I just get a little waft of Mm. fresh coffee and I'm like, I can wake up to that. You know, what about you? Mm, That's a man. That's a really good smell. Mm -hmm. I won't steal yours though. That's really, really good. And I probably should steal it because I love, so I I grind all my coffee and then it's in like a air proof sealable, Mm -hmm. whatever thing. So when I open that to like make pour overs or whatever, you're just yeah. like, oh, some good smelling coffee right there. <laughs> uh, other favorite smells? Christmas. 
That's probably my other favorite smell. Yeah, just Christmas in general. So like a little pine, a little apple, cinnamon uh, kind of mixed together. That that smells like Christmas. So like I have a diffuser. I have one in here too in my office, but there's also one downstairs. Um, And I have like all the crazy smells. So like that's some of them. So like brownies or campfire, grass. Uh, do you love campfire just like, and cut grass? Yeah. Uh, it also smells like your house is on fire, um, which is not a good smell. But um, <laughs> yeah, those are my kind of like, yeah, but Christmas I put in there on a pretty regular basis. So a little nice. cinnamon, little apple pie. Nice. Uh, yeah, those are, man, those are, I'm going to go turn that on after this just so I can smell it now. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, nice. A- Andrew. We've been starting these podcasts for a while now with just questions to one another and the random questions, a variety of different kinds of Mm -hmm. questions. And we get to these questions, folks, just by typing in would you rather questions or have you ever questions? Or in this case, I said I I typed in stupid questions to ask your friends. Um, (laughs) These are the questions that came up. And here's the reason for it is because I think we're really bad at asking questions to people because that's really how you get to know them. Um, One, it opens them up. It gets them talking, especially if they're dumb questions. Come Mm -hmm. up with like five or six questions. This is what I've learned from Andrew, Um, not directly, but indirectly. Yeah. If... I hate small talk. It's not fun. I want to get to know you better, um, but I don't want to come up with a stupid question. So just have a list of questions you ask yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and then make them silly. Make them dumb totally. um, because I think it, it takes down some barriers. So that's why we're doing this. Um, one is just to model it to you as, as you listen. Just like, oh, that's a really good question. I'm going to ask my friends what their Wi-Fi password is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some Wi-Fi passwords are funny. Like I've, I have friends that their Wi-Fi password is, um, shoot, what is it? Um, you know, like bound chicka wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. there's a way to say that with animal names, like brown cow, something, something. And that's their password to their wife. Nice. Like, that's funny. Um, yeah. or like you make your, you know, if they want your Wi-Fi password, you make it really inappropriate. So like, I like big, you finish that sentence or something. And that's what, <laughs> that's what you have to type in to get on your Wi-Fi. I don't know. Okay. That's a funny question to ask somebody when you're not at their house. And you're just like out in public. <laughs> hey, what's your Wi-Fi password, man? <laughs> like it's just That's like, wait, funny. why do you want to know? They're this? Like what? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I just just want to know what kind of person you are. I'm just trying to. Is it, figure yeah. things out? Is it the you default know? Xfinity one, the one that's on the bottom of your router, or did you figure did you out? Go how custom, to or did yeah. you come up with a really good one? Yeah. My um, uh, my brother used to name his. They changed it. I think it's called Let's Get Wired now, but I'm pretty sure it used to be Let's Get Weird um, nice. at my parents' house when my, my brother set up their Wi-Fi. That's funny. Which you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen when I get on Let's Get Weird, but <laughs> something's going to happen. <laughs> something's going to happen. All right. It's just to add to the random small talk questions. Um, one, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully if you've been listening this far, you at least laughed a few times because we all need to laugh. But um, on the, like, random would-you-rathers and, hey, what's your Wi-Fi password? Those are funny things to just have queued up in the hopper. Especially would-you-rathers are funny because, mm-hmm. like, if you're hanging out with people you know really well, as well as people you don't know very well, you immediately just, like, all have something to talk about. And it's not yep. like, yep. so where do you work? And what's your yeah. what's your primary responsibility? And, you know, it's yeah. like... You well, just, it too, it yeah. throws yeah. it throws people off, not in a bad way, but it throws way. people off in the sense of like gets conversation going, and yes. that's the goal, right? Like, 
you know, we, we're in the, the season of relationship and we're saying, you know, God gave us two commands, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your, soul, your, all your mind. And the second is like, you love your neighbor as yourself. We believe all of scripture is built on relationship, either relationship vertically with God or horizontally with each other. And we want to help you with the horizontally with each other so we could do relationship better. And when you ask questions like this, because like the t- question you're typically asked is, hey, what do you do for a living? At least especially if you're a man. Um, if you're a woman, it's probably like, how many kids do you have or something? I don't know. I'm not a woman. I've never been asked questions as a woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or maybe I have and I just didn't realize it. Uh, but we have like our answer to those questions ready to go because we're no, we know. Yeah. So it's usually not conversation answered. Right. Like I don't answer it for conversation. I just answer the question. Yeah. So when you answer something weird or something maybe a little bit not expected, yeah. then hopefully conversation start because that's the goal right like relationship is built around conversation oftentimes um like that's how you get things going but yeah hey andrew we're still in this this series of 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 relationship as we're in season two episode 24 what are we talking about today heads hotter and fat heads man we are talking about arrogance and pride today um we have just a little pause before we get there but uh if you haven't been listening or if you have we're in first corinthians 13 um starting in verse 4 it says this love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it isn't self-seeking it is not easily angered keeps no records of wrong love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And it goes on from there. But um, if you're just joining us, the last three or four episodes, we started with those first attributes of love is patient, kind, and does not envy. So we're now at does not boast and is not proud, um, which is kind of how we come to arrogance or boasting and pride. Um, but last week we talked about love not envying and um i wanted to just add kind of one thought to that um about envy so one thing we didn't hit on is that envy is something that um i think maybe is connected to lust in a roundabout way because envy like josh and i were talking before this and envy is kind of like i deserve that um, that should be mine. That uh, why isn't that mine? Why do they deserve? They don't deserve that. I deserve that, you know. And um, I think part of like lust and the the problem with porn that our culture has, and just like the crazy amounts of sexuality and commercials and everything, like our society is very much like lust and sexual sexually driven. I should say. So. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about envy and I think it's it's pretty connected to lust. It's pretty connected to I deserve that. I deserve that experience. I deserve that person. I deserve sex with that person. Like all of that. I think it's it's um that's just one other aspect to envy not being something that is uh a part of love because real love is not just like sexuality my wife and i love each other it's not just that that's just an aspect of our real relationship you know um and anybody married could could say the same it's like not the focus it's a piece of it it's really like love for one another 
deeply knowing one another in relationship and having each other's back um, and walking, yeah. you know, through life in a trust filled way with that person and navigating all the stuff that comes. So I don't know. That's my two cents on maybe the one thing that I felt like I missed saying when we were talking about envy. So I just wanted to circle back. Just want to do a quick callback to the last episode and add just one yeah. little piece to it. What do you think? No, it's good. Um, and two, like, it's easy to get sucked down this road. I get it. Um, but we have to be really careful as followers of Jesus to make sure we're not doing sin management. Because um, yeah. it's always, you know, oftentimes, and maybe it's not said, maybe it is explicitly stated, that the goal of Christianity is to avoid sin. And that's not the goal of Christianity. If it was, Jesus would have said the great commandments were avoid sin. The great or sorry, yeah, the great commandments, or the great commandments are mm-hmm. these these ten. Now, sin plays a destructive role in our lives. Um, it's important to identify sin in our lives, to repent of sin in our lives. But the goal of Christianity is not sin management. It's not to be better or holier. Um, the goal of Christianity is to be in relationship with Jesus. Um, and in being in relationship with Jesus means I have to be in relationship with other people. Um, but in that relationship, as that fosters um, and grows, um, as that deepens in intimacy um, with Jesus, you'll find that the things that uh, you found pleasure in um, before, you don't find as much pleasure in now, mm-hmm. right? Like, and and I'll be honest with you, like I've I've been in the camp of hey, this is you know because we're on the porn topic, this is how you defeat defeat porn. It's about fighting your temptations. It's mm-hmm. about fighting your triggers. Um, it's about identifying all these things, and it's all about you and what you can do. Here's the reality: without Jesus, you can't conquer sin. It's not mm-hmm. possible. Um, you can you think you might be able to? You might yeah. be able to yeah. uh, fix it with other things and distractions. But in all reality, you have no power over sin. But Jesus does because of his death and resurrection. He one hundred percent has power. So the solution is, and I know this feels like it's not enough. I know it feels like um, no, I have to be able to do something. It's mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus. That's the solution. As I deepen in that relationship, things that I didn't even realize were sin in my life are now being brought out to the surface so I can deal with them and how he wants me to deal with them. Um, and in that relationship, uh, things that I used to go to all the time to numb pain, to numb whatever, or to seek enjoyment, to seek pleasure, um, or variety of other sins that could, that you can put in those categories. Um, those things become less and less. Right? I was I was telling someone not that long ago, and I realized the way that I said it probably is a bad way to say it. But I, I've been saying this: if I, I found the secret sauce in our relationship with Jesus, as we dig into this idea of relationship, um, that it really is about relationship. The more time I spend with Jesus the less time I spend sinning. Um, not that that's the goal. The more time I spend with Jesus, the more hope that I live in this mm-hmm. life. The more time I spend with Jesus, the deeper the relationships around me feel like. The more time I spend with Jesus, the more content I am in this life. Like, that's the thing. Now, I spend more time today, I spend less time today, sorry, reading my Bible. And this is what I mean by that. I still read my Bible. I, I still read God's words to me, but I don't cover as much ground as I used to. Like I used to be someone that um, I read whatever book I was going through. I read from the gospels every time and I read from the Psalms every day. That was my, that was my methodology. Um, And I did that for a variety of different reasons. I do less of that today. Still reading it on a regular basis. I'm still, but I'm reading less of it and digging into the depth of it um, because this is what Jesus wants to tell me today. Um, And, and there's, 
man, there, there's something to this relationship with Jesus that is so impactful that has nothing to do with my actions or what I do. And has everything to do with just sitting in, 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 in my relationship, sitting in my conversation, sitting in what Jesus is saying to me, um, that has so much power over. So it's not sin management. We're not trying to get, um, you know, get you to less, to sin less. The goal is that you find relationship with Jesus deeper, more rich, more powerful in your life, because I believe that's where hope is found. Um, I believe where you, this is where you can conquer the, the destruction of sin in your life um, is inside that relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And it's the one thing that Christians struggle with the most. Like, that's the craziest yeah. part of it, right? Hmm. Like, yeah. and we go back to, well, you don't read your Bible enough. Well, like, it's not Bible. That's not the point. Right. The, the point is relationship with Jesus. Now, this is God's written word recorded for us. So we know this is what God's saying to God's people. But, um, like, it's a voice box, but it's not the end goal. And, and it's hard for us to get. I know this has nothing to do with our conversation today, but it kind of does. It's so the, good. Roundabout yeah. way. Yeah. And I think this is where we have to be really careful about getting into some of these conversations of like this, this may lead to this. And that's true. It does. But at the same time, the end goal isn't that I do this less. The end goal is that I'm more in love with Jesus more um, right. because that's going to help conquer other things in my life or give me hope in my life where right. I don't feel like I've, I function in life today with the most hope I've ever had. Hmm. I don't usually have bad days, even if like bad things happen. Sure, sure. That happens. But I'm not like thrown off like I used to be. Like, I'm not like derail of like, oh, everything's falling apart around me. It's just like, no, this is how life is. And this is what happens. But Jesus is still Jesus and everything's great. Um, And then you dig into relationship more and all those different things. But, you know, love does not boast or is not arrogant. It's not proud and it's not rude, Uh, which I find interesting that the ESV uses rude and the NIV Mm. uses proud. Yeah. Um, I don't seem connected. NASB used a totally different one. I forget because we were looking right before we started this, but it was all different. Yeah. 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 I don't know why it uses those terminology. I I didn't spend the time to dig into it. If you know, let us know because I'd be curious to know. But um, yeah, well, I guess where do we where do we begin with the conversation of like, well, I would how do we not? So I had a question to kind of just get us maybe started a little bit. Um, love is not boastful. So I was going to ask, like, have you ever navigated kind of the tension of like, all right, Josh, it's time for your performance review, you know, or it's your quarterly review or your yearly review. Yeah. Tell us, tell us everything you did great and tell us everything that you have as growth opportunities or whatever the words are. But have you navigated that and like ever felt overly proud, like you wanted to be boastful? I know proud is our second one, but have you ever felt like I just crushed it this year? I crushed it this quarter. Of course I should get yeah. a 10 out of 10 or whatever. Like, have you navigated yeah, yeah. that tension before? Oh, sure. Um, and I think there's, Like, I think there's two different categories that we kind of live in here, right? There's, I'm boosting myself up because of my insecurities and I feel the need to boost myself up so I feel better about myself. And then there's other, the other side of it is I boost myself up because those are just the facts, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in those situations, I deserve a 10 out of 10, whatever, however you want to do through your review process. Like, here's the facts. This is what happened. This is what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... I'm telling you how awesome I am as a person and I'm trying to convince you of something that may not be true. 
Yeah. I'm just telling you, like, this is what happened. This is the things I accomplished. Sure, you might look at me yeah. and say, that's a, that's amazing. You're awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, it, I've never dealt with those those emotions. Now, I did with hockey. So, when right. I was playing hockey, right. 100%. Um, extremely boastful. I wanted you to know how freaking good I was. Whether it was true or not, um, right? Like those, that was definitely an area of my life where that one hundred percent true. But in general, like I don't, I don't deal with those emotions that often. Pride mm-hmm. is a different category mm-hmm. from an internal perspective, but not from yeah. an external perspective. Um, I'll let you talk about me all day long and how awesome I am. Um, I have no problem with that, um, but I'm not going to initiate those conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that might be just how I was raised. That might be human nature. I don't know. Um, I just not something that telling you how awesome I am is not a part of my vocabulary. <laughs> vocabulary awesome. usually. That's good. No, I uh, I was just asking that because like the boastful thing that w- that just came to mind quick as one area. Like I have these reviews like three times a year, like every four months. I don't know why they yeah. chose every four months and not every three or whatever. But um, for my employer, it's less like, meetings. Yeah, yeah. Well, we still have a lot of meetings about our performance development plans, PDBs. Um, anyway, um, I there I, there's always that like tension of just like here's all the stuff I did, you know, which I agree. Like yep. here's the facts of what I did, or here's the thing that I learned in the last couple months, or here's a event that I handled well or poorly at work, you know, whatever. Um, and it's like there can be a tension there between like just being honest and saying like, here's what I did towards this goal. Um, or here's how I accomplished this goal. Um, and I feel good or feel bad about that, or I learned this or learned that about that. Um, there's a difference between that and I'm going to write all of this. I'm going to put it all down so that the person kind of reviewing me walks away thinking, wow, Andrew was awesome. You know, like I, I recognize that at least in myself that I want them to walk away thinking, wow, that was really, he did awesome this quarter. He did awesome this year. Yeah. I want that if I'm being honest. Yeah. And, and part of that may be pride. Part of that may just be, I want to accomplish things well, um, at work, but I don't know. That's one area where I'm like, I don't know that I'm, I don't know that boasting is like a supernatural thing to me or, not supernatural, but a, a really common thing in my life. Maybe it is. You know me pretty well, so you might be like, dude, you're super boastful. Um, yeah, but- that's that's actually – I was waiting for this topic to come up, Andrew, because <laughs> I wanted to publicly address shame. something in oh, your yeah. life. Yeah. No, 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 no. We don't believe in shame around here. Right. Um, I'm going to just true. publicly share everything about your boastfulness. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think – I don't know if I'm cutting you off. I don't remember no, if you're still going. You're but, fine. Um, I think the word arrogant is probably a better word. Go ESV. Um, because I don't know where this definition came from, but I'm going to read it because it's in the script. Uh, but arrogant is having or having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or ability. I think it is a good way to describe it. So maybe boasting becomes an issue um, because I don't think it's wrong to yeah. talk about yourself. I don't think it's wrong sure. to talk about the things that you've accomplished. But I do believe it's wrong if you're presenting yourself in a way that isn't honest or true. Hmm. Um, so using the review process, I go to the review process and all I do is share it with how awesome I am. And I don't share any of my failures, though I had failures throughout the year. 
um, like there I'm now living in arrogance. Um, if not arrogance, I'm living in deception. Um, like I think that's where it starts to come when I'm exaggerating my sense of importance or my sense of ability that isn't necessarily true. Um, that's when I'm starting to run into yeah. problems. Um, and, and, in, and, you know, going back to relationship, cause that's what all this is about. Like, you know, these kinds of people, right? Like we we've come in contact with these people. And when you come in contact, you were like, Oh, I don't like this guy. Right. Like it's, it's destructive to relationships so quickly. If you're like, yeah, I don't want to be around this person that wants to tell me how awesome they are all the time. Because in all reality, I know that no one's that awesome. And two, the level of insecurity that you've got to function inside of that you think it's okay to share all these things. Um, yeah also bothers me because I don't, I don't want to be touched by your insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want your insecurity to affect my life. Um, probably past wounds in my life. Who knows? Whatever. We're not going to dig in right now, but like, I don't want your insecurity to affect my life. Mm-hmm. And when it does, I'm going to have a problem really fast. And then we get into the issues of quick to anger. Um, so I think there's, there's a piece of it. Like we, we know what that feels like. And, and I think oftentimes, and, and I, I think insecurity plays a huge role in it. So maybe in a seasons where you're feeling less secure, less confident in who you are, good and bad, um, and less secure, less confident in who God has created you to be, who he says you are, um, all good. Um, and I think in those moments, you can probably find yourself living in arrogance or living in a boastful spirit of, I need to compensate for something and tell you how awesome I am. Um, I think you run into issues there. Like, I have issues with preachers that get on stage and always just tell me how awesome they are. Here's all the good I'm doing for God, or here's all the things that I've done for God in the last whatever, and this is why I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not that awesome. That's the reality of it. We all know that. Sure, you've done good things, but you've also done bad things. Um, so just be honest about both. Um, like, don't hide either. Just be you. Um, and this happen like, this isn't just on the stage. This is in life. Like, just be you, the good and the bad. That's okay. Um, I'm more inclined to love you more, to care about you more, to have more compassion on you when I hear the good and the bad. Like, I want to know you. I don't want to know how awesome you are all the time. I want to just know who you are. So I have to hear your failings. Um, and the same is true, vice versa, right? Like, yeah. people aren't really going to know the real me, the real Josh, if I'm not willing to share the good and the bad of who I am. Right. Right. Like if I'm hiding one over the other, then are you really like, like, yeah, I don't know. And Always comes across like you're hiding something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And when you're, when you're arrogant, like you say, you're never going to know the real Josh, never going to know the real Andrew, if you're just constantly boosting yourself up in front of people. But, um, the other side is like, uh, if you're if you're living in arrogance, you probably aren't really taking time to get to know people. So that kind of horizontal relationship, that's not happening at yeah, that yeah. level because you're like, no, yep. I'm just about me. I'm that's about good. how cool I am, how good I am, how great yeah, yeah. I am, whatever. But then, like, if you're following Jesus and whether you're a preacher or just a guy working at a normal store or whatever you do, like, if you're super girl. arrogant or, or a girl um, – you... I just want to point out, Andrew, how sexist you are, because yeah, you never you. point out the female race. Thank you. Um, yes. Andrew's personal email female address race. is... <laughs> the race of females. <laughs> female. What is it called? Gen- female gender, I guess? Uh, yes. <laughs> We're all one race. It's oh, funny. Um, I was just going to say, on that horizontal side, you never get to know, like, you aren't taking time to build deep relationships Probably, if you're super focused on yeah. just being arrogant and making yourself look good, and you're no, probably covering something up, like like you were 
saying like or you're overcompensating for something you're like yeah yeah you know it could be dumb but you're overcompensating for you feel like you have a really bad haircut so you're like i gotta be really arrogant so everybody thinks i'm so confident and just loves me anyway but then the other side is like if it if the spotlight's just on you if you're always putting it back on yourself you're never going to point people to Jesus, you know, like that, that vertical piece. You're never going to be like, hmm. look at how good my God is. Look That's at good. how good God the Father is. Like, That's good. No, man. It's just like, look at me. <laughs> like, focus on me. Think about me. You should try to be like me. I'm better than you. You should try. You'll never be as good as me. Yeah, like, yeah. come on, man. Like, that's, that's, that's not helpful. So, I don't know. I see why it says love is not arrogant is not boastful that it makes sense to me um, yeah no yeah. that's good yeah yeah and, and i think oh man i i think i think if if you're sitting in a place where you don't have great friendships yeah. um people in general don't seem to want to hang out with you um i would probably take a couple steps back and check behavior right because mm. there's probably a good chance that you may be living in arrogance or boastfulness and you don't feel like it's arrogance or boastfulness because you're you're hearing the lies in your head of how much you suck as a human being. Um, so you're compensating those lies that you're hearing. Um, and people just don't want to be around that. So like if you find yourself only spending time with your family, your wife and kids, because, well, they have to spend time with you, uh, get away from you. Um, like I would take a couple step back and, and, and evaluate, you know, how am I coming across to the people around me? Mm-hmm. Am I coming across as arrogant, know-it-all, um, boastful? How awesome am I? In all reality, uh, it's stemming from a place of insecurity, but it might not, too. Like, there's that other side of it of, like, <laughs> you just, you really think yourself as, as hot stuff. Like, <laughs> you're like, man, not only does my poop not stink, it smells good. <laughs> like, I enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, then you're which we there's we definitely people out there like not, that because so. you you think about it no. every day and you're like i don't want that in my no, no, eyeballs no. or anywhere near my no. nose <laughs> no that's gross uh i don't know where it came from i don't know if it's like a childhood wound um that i like I, who knows just one uh, bad dream didn't even have to happen yeah, yeah, just one yeah. bad dream it's probably true. poop in your eye no oh, i man. did once go to grab my nephew and i grabbed him by the shorts he was little like two years old. So he's like running away and I went to grab by the shorts. When you grab a child by the top of their pants, well, your finger goes down oh, no. uh, their pants. Cause oh, you got to grab all, and it went right into poop. Oh, uh, which that'll was, teach you. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, so what I learned <laughs> from that moment, uh, let the child run to the street. It's, it's not worth it. Don't take the risk. Just let him go. Uh, he'll be fine. He's little. He could probably duck under the car. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's probably the worst part of being a, a parent, right? Like just the, <sighs> substances dude get spewed on you you have to touch i'm just gonna gross out thinking yeah i just i had my favorite sweatpants on yesterday for like an hour before i was holding my daughter and i'm like and now there's pee all over my leg like great you know (laughs) like just well the best part of that story it wasn't your daughter's pee Um, which is which you're not gonna share i mean i got really pumped i was excited and uh you know a big play happened in the game last night and, uh, dude, it, there, you know, one thing led to another. That's <laughs> fun. Are you watching football right now? Yeah. I've now been that it's on? Football. I, dude, I like the NFL and I play, I do fantasy football. Um, gotcha. With, uh, my brother. What happens if one of your, friends? one of your players get COVID? 
yeah, you have extra like IR? No, they uh, there is an extra IR slot, so you can have two on injured reserve. But like, there's been a couple games that like one player tests positive, and then they rapidly test all the players of both teams, and then they play like two days later. That happened like a couple times now. Huh. So it's uh, it's created a real like uh, like unpredictable season, you know. So it's yeah. kind of nuts, man. Kinda well, nuts. I was talking to my dad about the MLB. And early in the season, I can't remember which teams now tested positive, but like they got uh, pushed back a couple of weeks. Well, in MLB, like Major League Baseball, like they play every day, totally. so like yeah. a week and a half is is ten games they now have yeah. to make up. So they're playing double hitters like constantly. So it was like thirty two games played in a span of twenty four days or something like that. Wow! Like just this crazy of like. Wow. And granted. Like, let's be honest, it's baseball. If you're not a pitcher, like, you're not really doing anything anyways. Yeah, but there's um, still, like, around. one baseball still game long like, half days. your day, man. <laughs> like, right? That's, those are so, long like, you're starting days. at 10 a.m. and finishing yeah. at 9 p.m.? Yeah, that's rough. Oh, uh, that's just... That's rough. Yeah, that's a rough day. Um, Dude, speaking of... Uh, I don't know if this is a good... This ties back well, but, like, I was just thinking about, like, with pride... Um, one thing yeah. that always comes to my mind is like, there's a lot of ways we could take on pride, but thinking of like professional athletes, like, I don't know what Tom Brady's getting paid by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you know, he left the Patriots last season. They didn't renew his contract. He what didn't, is he getting paid? I'd be uh, you should look it up. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up. I bet it's millions, but, but he left last season after playing I can guarantee for it's millions. Yeah. <laughs> but he left for, you know, he was like the go-to guy at, in new England for a long, long time, legendary quarterback yeah. and left. And dude, I just wonder the, like, Damn. What's he getting paid? Like 40 Gina, mil? He signed a two-year deal, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is official or it's like the news that came out before it went yeah. official. Two-year deal worth $50 million. Wow. Fully guaranteed with an additional $4.5 million each year in incentives. What? Includes no trade and no tag clause. Wow. Which I don't know tag clauses but wow uh, i know no trade that isn't that is crazy nuts. dude's making 25 million dollars that's crazy that's really crazy and that's but, nothing compared to like the nba right yeah, like oh it's so much yeah. fun the yeah. nhl like big scores in the nhl make nine nine five right now yeah. like that's yeah. that's a big contract in the nhl so like nine million yeah i don't get mean? that kind of yeah 9.5 yeah. million wow. i think it's like Highest pay. There uh, might be but, someone higher than that. But okay, so imagine you're Tom Brady. You just signed a $50 million agreement, and you grab your nephew as he's running away from you. Your hand slips just inside the, the top of the shorts and <laughs> fingers full of poop. Like, is your first thought like, oh, this is gross? Or is it like, I'm Tom Brady. This doesn't happen to me. Like, what's your problem, yeah. kid, pooping around me? Yeah. Like, you know, like. My first thought. <laughs> My first thought is Tom Brady is like I shouldn't have to think about it. You know how much this the second is it worth? <laughs> yeah, the second it happened, my assistant should be cleaning it in that moment, and the child should be shipped off to shipped off to boarding school. <laughs> and you are no longer think that would be my family. expectations. Uh, yeah, you are yeah. now gone. Yeah. I don't. You yeah. don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I think it's that's easy. Not a great example, but like pride, just dude, pride is a decimator of everything good i think it just yeah. like it's not helpful it's anything. when you so i 
yeah. I think pride becomes a huge problem. I think pride's a huge problem in the church today. Yeah. Pride and insecurity is like top, 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 top. But um, pride, uh, I think the issue is when when you when you start to gain some power, you get to start to gain some notoriety. Um, it's easy for you to abuse that for your own selfish ambitions, your own selfish gain, uh, your own self protection. Um. And I, I know you hear that and you go, well, I don't have any notoriety. I have no power. Well, but you probably do. You're a dad of a family. You're going to have some notoriety and power inside that family, inside that circle. Sure. Right. And are you abusing that position, that power to benefit yourself rather than benefit everybody as a whole? Right. Like there's plenty of other areas. Like I may have notoriety on my team about certain things and I using that for my own selfish ambitions to protect, to not have to do whatever, whatever it is. Um, and I think that's where pride starts to show up is am I abusing what I have, what God has given, um, to take care of me rather than mm-hmm. am I using those things to help take care of it? Because like you look at it, you look at those individuals that live sacrificially in general. Yeah. They don't sacrifice to manipulate. They don't sacrifice, uh, in the long game to get what they want. Um, they just, they're, they're, live in humility is, is, uh, Philippians is it Philippians four. I think so. Yeah. That's going to bother me. I'm gonna have to look it up while I talk. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Philippians four, but you know, describing Jesus's position of he is fully God and coming to, you know, in, in the posture of all humility. Um, I can't type in thing and yeah, think yeah. at the same time. Um, I'm gonna stop. Uh, but like, there's this, there's this piece of like, humility that if I live inside of, and you're the leader doing those things, like I want to follow you more. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to foster more care from me to you. It's like, if I'm the guy in charge of this group of people and leading them, like when I function in more humility, when I function in more service and sacrifice for those around me, like people generally want to follow you more. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not saying do it. So people follow you, but I'm saying like there's a natural response because we just don't see it that often. Like I don't, I, you know, going through life, going through with a business or whatever, like we just don't see humility that often. So when we see it, it's attractive. It's like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Like there's something really different about you. Like you genuinely care. You genuinely take the posture of a servant as Jesus did. Like there's, that's just not normal. Um, and my other side of it is like, you want to protect yourself. I was having a conversation a while ago about this with a friend of mine. Uh, and we're talking about like, I don't want to be seen as naive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's something about serving and putting others before yourself that you, people look at you like you're naive. Mm-hmm. You're like, is that the worst thing in the world? Right. Like what's more important that they genuinely feel cared for and loved or that I feel protective and they don't think that I'm naive, simple minded, mm-hmm. whatever terminology you want to put in there. Um, like, there's that pride piece that's like stopping me from living that because I don't want to be seen that way. Yeah. Or, you know, Jesus tells us if, if someone strikes you on one cheek, give them the other cheek. Mm-hmm. Like that's stupid. That's ridiculous. Why would you ever do that? Right? Like that's usually the response to that. But in all reality, um, when I do those things, like I'm genuinely living in a humility, I'm genuinely living in, in care because yeah. humility is the opposite of pride. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think when we, we find ourselves in those places of like, am I just trying to protect myself? Am I, a, abusing what I have to protect myself, to uh, get what I want, to indulge some whatever inside of me to make myself feel better. Um, I think is those are where we start to do some evaluation and stepping back. I'm just like, Hey, how am I functioning? Um, and going back to our conversation, I know I'm talking for a while. Oh, I drew, one more thing. Yeah, I'll tr- keep drop going. it. But yeah. 
going back to our sin management conversation before we dove into this, like it's sin, like going through all these different characteristics aren't about necessarily me doing these things. I think they're helpful in helping us recognize something's wrong. Um, so if I'm not, if I find myself living inside of arrogance, living inside of a boastful spirit, being rude to those around me, treating them less than, than who they are, uh, being proud and, and living inside that pride. Um, like that's not an, the solution to the problem isn't to focus on those things and fix those things. The solution to the problem is to identify, hey, something's going on here. Something's out of whack. Something's not aligned. Hey, Jesus, like, what's going on? Like, what what am I not paying attention to that's drawing all this behavior up inside of me? Yeah. Um, and then what do I do about it? And I think that's the piece that we're trying to get to. of, Like, because it'd be easy to go through and then we'll have to do all these things. It's not, no, you have to do all these things. Sure, you will do all these things, but it's not a goal of you got to keep, you know, check all these boxes. It's just, hey, if you're not doing one of these things, can you spend some time evaluating, stepping back, having conversations with Jesus yeah. to, to speak into those things to see what the real issue is? Yeah, there was a lot there, um, but I thought that was good good perspective. I was... I don't have a great like example in my own life. I know that pride is something that uh, I've struggled with in the past. Like, not struggled with, but that has been a part of my life. Struggled with, it sounds like a very Christianese term. I've struggled with that. I'm struggling with that. You know, but like, I remember one time, a couple years, a year and a half, two years ago, I remember talking to you when God had spoken to me um, in maybe not audible voice, but really clearly, um, where at work, I kept having these moments where I would say something or would make a point and people would be like, wow, that's a really smart point, you know? And, and I, after a while, I just kind of started being like in my mind, like, well, yeah, I'm really smart. Yeah. Of course I made that great point. Of course I'm thinking about something, you know, awesome. Um, and, and one of those times right after, right as I was starting to have that thought, um, God told me something right to the effect of, uh, don't take glory for the thoughts I give you. And I was just like, Oh <laughs> crap. And it wasn't mean. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like overly convicting. It was just like, I could see for the first time, you know, and even on top of don't take credit, it's point glory back to God. So I'm trying to figure out how yeah. to do that. Like when I, when I add an idea and people react well, like, wow, that was really good thinking. I'm trying to thoughtfully still today, this has been probably two years ago. I'm trying thoughtfully to be like, how do I give glory back to God in this moment? Because the reality is I'm not that yeah. smart. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm smart yeah, enough yeah. and God made me how he made me. But um, when yeah. he gives me really wise or discerning thoughts, like for me to just put it out there as, this is Andrew's thinking. This is my, my great words. This is something yeah. that's going to blow your mind. That's pride, man. That's there's, yeah, yeah. and that like, and on top of that, I think that's, that would really, really get me into trouble at some point if God hadn't corrected me or if he corrected yeah. me and I just ignored oh, for it, sure. you know, like if I just forgot that story, um, it helps yeah. that you laughed out loud when I told you that and you're like, never. Um, and I'm like, oh crap, that's an issue in my life. <laughs> like, I shouldn't. Um, but yeah, man. But it's not yeah. like, but going back to that story, like that's an insecurity of mine to think I'm not smart enough. So like 
the the fact that I've never thought of that isn't right. like a you're just the opposite of the coin. It's just like yeah. I'm just like no, it's generally never never come across my mind. <laughs> uh, Thinking I might be the dumbest person in this room is more likely than <laughs> than. But like the other side of that is pride comes into my my sphere of I'm going to protect myself in that. Yeah. So I'm going to present myself in a way that maybe not isn't true. So like mm. um, I gather information about a topic I don't know anything about. Um, because it protects me in my mind um, from someone saying something. So like if I'm digging into a problem I never dealt before and I just, I don't know what to do in that problem. I'm going to gain as much information about that issue as I possibly can, because I know that's going to protect me from you making me feel stupid. Right. Like it, like that's where pride shows up in my life of um, like, I might not have those thoughts, but my insecurity is leading me to a place that people are going to be like, oh, he's just a know-it-all. He's right. Because I also talk in such a fashion, like I talk a matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm, not that it is matter-of-fact in my head. It could still be processed in my head. Yeah. Um, but I say things in such a way that it comes across as matter-of-factly, and I have to be super careful. Well, even in this in this podcast, like there's been plenty of times you go back and you're like, yeah, I said it. In such a way that you're like, Josh is 100% in this camp. But in all reality, Josh is still processing and doesn't have an answer. Right. Uh, right. And not only that, Josh is now talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> uh, so there's that piece. So I, I don't know. You got to – I think if you if you take enough step backs, steps back in your life, um, there's a good chance you'll figure out um, what are the root cause of a lot of those things yeah. and then dig at those root causes. Yeah. In, in pride – I can just add like the like my my smart thought example. I keep coming back to that because like eventually it goes from um you could call it a slippery slope cuz it is. <laughs> That's accurately. Like people people downplay that, but with sin it often is kind of like a slippery slope. You start off at the top yeah. and actually when I'm on a slippery slope, I'm just like, "Ha crap, I'm falling down." You know? So it just uh it starts off slow and then it speeds up. That's all it is. Um, but yeah. like with the just with the pride thing, like if I could like run it or play it out for just a minute, I start off and I, th- I, I start saying stuff and people react with, wow, that's really smart. Like, man, that was a great point. I've never heard that or never thought about that. And I'm like patting myself on the back. Right. And then. Yeah. A couple months later, six months later, I'm still getting those comments. That was really smart, you know. And at that point, I've shifted from patting myself on the back a little bit to being like, well, I'm just really smart. People look to me with really hard problems because I always have good answers because hmm. I'm smart. You know, six months after that, something else comes up and eventually I'm going to just get like walloped because there's going to be I'm going to be walking in so confidently, having not done my research, having not done my homework, yeah. having assumed I can think my way out of anything to the point where. Something goes wrong in my marriage. Something goes wrong at work. I and and it and you walk out with this like narrative in your mind of I've built up. I am so smart that I can handle anything, and then you just get yeah. smacked down, and you realize I'm not that smart. <laughs> like this whole yeah. image I've made of myself is wrong. You know, like this whole image I've made of who God made me to be is really just about me and it's not about who it's not about God. You know, like I've, I've taken God off the throne of my life and put my intellect on the throne of my life, you know, or put my wittiness or whatever. And I know this isn't like 
a perfect example, but that's okay. I'm not that smart. Um, but, uh, but like the, I just think with pride, like these things start off kind of small and can honestly be pretty like innocent even. Um, but if you, if God doesn't speak into them or we can't hear God speaking into them, then they can grow to something where you thought you were so smart that nobody would ever know. Um, like Bernie Madoff, you know, Bernie Madoff with your money. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But like that guy, like he just, he kept. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. But like. <laughs> Madoff with your money. I heard that That's in a podcast good. a while back. But like that dude had to be walking around thinking like, well, everybody else is so dumb. Like I. Yeah, I'm never going to get caught. I'm never going to get caught. Nobody will ever know. Like yeah. they haven't found out yet. It's been years, you know, yeah. billions of dollars now. And then one day, boom, goes the dynamite and the foundation shakes and rumbles and it's found wanting, you know, the building just yeah. like straight down. And, uh, yeah. and I think whenever we build our foundations and our confidence and our sense of identity around the attributes of us. The, the things that that's God good. uniquely gifted us with and start thinking yeah. that's God in our life, man, it's eventually going to crumble down, you know? Um, yeah. So that's my little rant on and like, too, like It starts small. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think, I think as it grows and as it builds, the other thing that happens is it segregates you from people. Like it, it mm. separates you yeah. from people um, because you start to think I don't need them. Yeah. Right. I've got this. Look how awesome I am. And it might even start as like, look how God has blessed me. Yeah. And then it shifted from it's not God anymore. It's just look how awesome I am. Yeah. Uh, and that starts to cause destruction around me. Um, and you l- use the Madoff story as an example, like yeah. the amount of people that that affected and hurt and destroyed um their financial futures and and to some extent lives um like you, you just got to look at it from that perspective like this is where your pride's going to uh, eventually fall it's not just going to be your fall fall yeah though your fall will be glorious and we can talk about it for years to come like Madoff. yeah um but also your fall is going to affect your loved ones the people in proximity to you the the people that may just know you but don't really like our friend, like those kinds of things, like you're going to cause a high level of destruction. Um, and I think this is too, like, you know, I, I believe leadership is influence. It's, it's nothing more than that. So, um, if you're leading people, you're just gaining more influence with people. Um, and if you have a lot of influence, um, you have to be more and more careful about these types of things and, and keep a short account on these types of things. So when you start to feel them or see them, or someone starts to mention them to take the time to really dig into them, um, because, the, the slippery slope's going to take you down. And yeah. if your influence is great, it's not only going to take you down, it's going to take a lot of people around you down. Um, and now you have to live with that. Um, it's kind of like the whole conversation. I don't remember which episode it was, but it, one of the recent ones of, you know, if it's going to take you 12 times to, to regain trust or rebuild something, yeah. just imagine what that's going to do. Um, so I think this is a, a great conversation in terms of like, let let these things be triggers or warning signs mm-hmm. um, that are saying something is deeper, something is wrong, yeah. uh, and start to dig into those things with with Jesus and start to dig in those things with, with those that love Jesus and love you in that order. Um, so you can start to, to identify what the real cause or issue is. Because I don't think pride and arrogance is the root cause of anything. Mm-hmm. I think pride and arrogance are a signal of something deeper going on. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger issue going on. And you got to dig into those things. Um, so like, uh, 
going back to our, our earlier examples, like my pride, when it shows up, I'm protecting myself from, from an insecurity. Like I'm trying to protect myself and, and being harmed. Um, so there's that piece of it, right? Like, that's why, like I go back and forth on what Enneagram number I am, yeah. whether it's an eight or a, um, I see eights. I don't, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to be an eight. <laughs> in all reality. Like I don't like them. Um, but I could also be a three cause I like to win and I like to be seen as su- yeah. successful. Um, but like playing the game of not actually being successful. I don't, I don't really relate to you. Um, so I don't, I don't know where it all plays out. I bring all that to say this, um, like my ultimate goal is I don't want to be harmed. Um, so I do a lot of things in my life to not be harmed. So when I find myself, um, living in pride, living in arrogance, living in, I'm better than you. Um, and you know, one of the, the masks that I put on is I'm more important than you. Hmm. Um, because I'm more important than you, I'm on a different level than you. Um, because I'm on a different level than you, I can look down on you yeah. and I don't look down on you and like to make you feel bad about yourself. I look down on you, protect myself right. of, yeah, we're not on the same level here. So you can't, you can't come at me like that. Um, yeah, but it's a, it's a, it's a warning sign to a deeper issue. Yeah. So when those warning signs show up in my life, you gotta, you gotta take the step back and say, well, what's, what's really going on here? What am I really missing out on? Yeah. Um, and I think it's true of all these verses in, in first Corinthians. And one last kind of quick point. I don't know if we'll have more thoughts on pride that we launch into our kind of next episode with. I kind of think we might, since pride is, is such a huge deal. Um, we might not, we might just jump right in with the next verses, but, um, I think one thing when we read a verse like this of love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. Um, like, I think there's a, a huge difference between like the pride, the example you just shared and the one I shared of intellect and like not getting hurt, all of that. Um, there's a huge difference between that, that you kind of recognize like, oh, this is an issue and, and kind of just knowing yourself well or understanding yourself well. Um, like the opposite of, of pride is humility. Um, and humility doesn't yeah. mean you're just like a, a, a welcome mat. You know, you're not just walked all over. Yeah, yeah. You're not just yeah, like yeah. always, no, 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 you go first, you go first. There's an episode of Parks yeah. and Rec where uh, Ben Wyatt is at a police um, like party for all these cops and he has to pee really bad but he's really scared of police so he keeps Uh, being like no you go first you go first you know into the bathroom like you don't need to be a walking mat you know um but yeah well they're also cops and they have guns yeah they're scary that's scary man Uh, but uh but like to just know yourself and and humbly accept who god has made you and and have a i would say a sense of pride for lack of better words but a sense of honesty with yourself of like no this is who god made me to be i i'm somebody i personally am somebody who tends to gain influence in people's lives kind of like i don't know why like god just allows me to gain influence in people's lives and help sway a decision if we're going to this restaurant or that restaurant or we're going to do this or that whatever um but he's gifted me with that so for me to sit back and say well i'm i'm never going to help make a decision like that would be just disingenuous but for me to sit there and be like i'm the best leader ever like that would also be super prideful and wrong you know um so i just think there's a difference between knowing yourself and and being proud um and i just wanted to say it because it's easy to 
to go to the opposite extreme of, oh, love is not proud. So that means I always have to be walked all over. No, it doesn't mean that. Um, but it does mean you have to um, try to cut down pride in your life and, and ask God, where am I being prideful? Where am I letting pride grab a hold in my life? And where am, am I putting the focus on my attributes and not on who you are, God? You know, because that's, that's eventually going to tumble and eventually going to hurt. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And like, you know, we, we're covering all these verses because like these are, these are the love verses. And if yeah. we're called to love one another, then we got to dig into these things to really figure out how to do it well um, with one another. Um, and so the, the ultimate goal isn't to have all these behaviors. The ultimate goal is to love you well, yeah. um, to love those around you well. Um, so we can live out the great commandment as Jesus called us to live out the great commandment because we believe um, that's where the full life that Jesus promises lives. Um, when I live in deep relationship with God and I live in deep relationship with one another, um, I experience the full life. I experience adventure. I experience hope. I experience um, things that I never thought were possible, plausible um, because I decided to, to live out life as Jesus called us to live it out. And I think too often, you know, we look at sins um, and what God calls sin as God just being God and being in control and dictating. But in all reality, like he's, he's called these things sin because these are the things that one cause destruction to ourselves and two cause destruction to those around us. Um, and this is what we're trying to avoid because if we're causing destruction, we can't be in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and the goal is relationship. Um, so that's kind of why we're covering these things. We're going to keep going. You know, then the next, uh, couple of, of, uh, attributes of love um you know it's not dishonoring another it's not self-seeking and isn't easily angered mm-hmm. uh and man we get to anger i'm excited uh, i have some emotion i want to share on anger i want to get angry um as long as it's not easily done i think <laughs> i think we're in good place <laughs> just kidding but hey thank you so much for listening um we do appreciate it um, if you haven't subscribed to us yet, please subscribe to us. If you stumbled upon us along the way, um, that just helps us get this message of hope out. Um, we believe that as we talk about relationship, we have uh, a message that Jesus has the ability to take in and put into side people's hearts and transform their lives, give them hope again, that this isn't life, even though it is 2020 and all bad things can happen. Um, we get to look back at this life and say, no, Jesus is still in control. Jesus still has that. And that's the message we carry. I will say this about 2020. Um, I have widgets on my phone now cause it's a new iOS thing. Um, and I have the picture one. So it just shows me random featured photos, um, which like it was showing me recently. So I clicked on it. I don't remember what photo it was. And I was like scrolling through them and I was like, man, 2020 might've been a bad year for a lot of people, but I've really enjoyed 2020. Like my <laughs> 2020 started with a, with an outdoor game for the avalanche at air yeah, force Academy. Yeah. Uh, then like I've traveled yeah, a, a fair, a decent amount during 2020. Yeah. Like I've got to see places I haven't seen before and mm-hmm. been around people I deeply love. And um, like 2020 has been a really good year. So yes, Corona's out there. Uh, I'm pretty sure my brother, my brother's convinced he's had Corona twice. <laughs> I don't think that's actually possible, <laughs> but he's convinced of it. Uh, so like it's affecting people, but, at the same time, and I know it has gloom attached to it because death is involved. Yeah. Um, but you know, we can focus on those things, or we can yeah. focus on the great things about life. Um, and I think that's what leads to the full life of John ten ten, yeah. um, life and life to the full. But hey, thanks so much for listening. We love you guys, Andrew. As always, it's good to see you, my friends. It's good to see you. 
Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer to your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.